This week on the podcast, the return of international industry insider and friend of the podcast, the Dreadwolf, <laughs> Roger Riet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast, a podcast about video games being played in the state of Michigan. My name is Dan Allen. I'm moderated today, joined by the Dreadwolf, Roger Riott. What up? The good doctor, Nicholas Cartier. Why, hello. And did I mention it's Sunday, March 15th? 1994. <laughs> I'd like to thank you guys for joining us this evening. Um, 2020 is the year, the year of the corona. Um, <laughs> I would, <laughs> I told you I was going to keep it casual. <laughs> he means the beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot. Not, to, not the plague. As you, <laughs> Cartier, as you know, I love to say a lot to get through this week. Uh, but also E3 canceled in the last two weeks. It's been two weeks since the last podcast, which means E3 officially being canceled hasn't been discussed. We've been swimming in it, and who better than Industry Insider Roger Riet to bring in for such a conversation? Before all that, I gotta ask you, how you doing, Cartier? Not too bad. You doing good? Yeah. It's been a good day. Yeah, it's been it's been a couple weeks. Roger, how you doing, just in general? Before we even talk about video games, you doing good? I am in a deep, dark place right now. What else? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> well, let's not dig too deep into that. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> e- E3 being canceled seriously affected my mental state. To quote, <laughs> to quote a lot of pieces of paper you could read on doors these days, mm-hmm. we are in unique times. Yeah. Uh, honestly, without fucking around anymore, let's just get into talking about video games and the longest running episodic segment in Great Lakes Gaming history. The Twig. This week. In gaming, uh, I, I guess, do we start with the guest, Cartier? We usually start with you, but... We can start with the guest. Let's start with... It feels right to start with the guest. Yes. Uh, Roger, it's been more than two weeks since me and you discussed exactly what you've been playing mm. in depth. That's probably a lie. And... <laughs> <laughs> talked to you for like two hours. It's uh, been minutes. Yeah, yeah. So what have you been playing as of late or for the namesake this week in gaming? Uh, a couple things. The first thing I'm going to start off with, because it's really fresh, is uh, Dragon Ball... Is it Dragon Ball Z Kakarot? Or Dragon Ball Ball Z Kakarot. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Kakarot. Um, Which, uh, so I guess I would like to get the the most basic thing out of the way, which is, if you like Dragon Ball Z and you want to play a Dragon Ball Z game, it's solid. Yeah, yeah. Like... The game. That's... And and, and I would say I enjoyed the game. Um, I can't say I've beaten it yet. I'm I'm probably halfway through the Boo Saga. Uh, But I'm assuming that... Considering the game has not changed at this point from the time I started, I'm assuming it's probably not going to drastically change now. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, that game is like 50% RPG, 50% fighting game. Okay. Uh, I love RPGs. Uh, you can stick RPG in anything, and I'm fine with that. Uh, and I know a lot of people aren't. For sure. Um, but the RPG part of this game is bad. Um, <laughs> 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 um, so, that's... A little bit of a shot, but uh, yeah. when I say it's bad, let me let me fully explain that. 
what it is is there's a couple main RPG mechanics. One is is you have to like level up, right? Uh, which is exactly you kill things, you level up. Yeah. Um, the problem with that is is you can't really grind because the things that like respawn give you almost no XP. And then the main missions give you ridiculous amounts of XP uh, to the point where you'd have to do like 40 or 50 battles to get one story battle. So there's almost no incentive to go fight anything but the story battles and then the side quests. Side quests are fine. Uh, there's also items you pick up and like a cooking mechanic. And all of that stuff is super interesting except for the fact that it is obvious busy work and not fun to do. Like it's not fun to collect those things. They're either sitting on the ground or you have to go fish them. Uh, and or stab deer, uh, and like, or blow things up with your, yeah. Are it's just what, not great. Are these what a lot of the side quests are? No, okay. no. A lot of, most of the side quests are like, oh, go f- do this one-off fight with like a random person. And that's fine because the game is obviously like the primary like focus is the fighting. Like it's a Dragon Ball Z game. It's yeah. what it's going to be. It's what it should be. I have no issues with that. When you think uh, about Dragon Ball Z, you don't think about the storyline. You think of the fighting. Like, yeah, you think about the sure. fighting. And here's the thing. I the I, I don't want to, like, dog this game because there is one thing of this game that I think it has done as well as any other Dragon, Ga- Dragon Ball Z game and much better than all but one. Uh, and that other one is obviously Fighters. Because Fighters also does this and they do it well. And they this obviously transferred from one day game to the other. And in this case, this game in some cases does it even better. Which is, visually speaking... And those key Dragon Ball Z moments that like everybody remembers from a kid, yeah, uh, the Super Saiyan transformation being the obvious one, but also like the 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 beam struggle with Vegeta at the end of the Saiyan arc, and like uh, the Solar Kamehameha, and like all of those big moments, they reanimated them in this in that that weird cel shaded art style, and they're freaking gorgeous. Nice. Like it's probably nice. the best those have ever looked. They look almost kind of like uh, if anybody's seen the the the. Broly movie that came out recently, yeah, yeah. and like how good the like the the fighting cutscenes looked in there, or the cutscenes fighting scenes in those movies looked there. It looks good. I feel like that um, movie overall too. I think the movie yeah. was fantastic, mm, um, really and we totally had that conversation. If if you want to have that conversation, <laughs> but, uh, but like love that movie. But uh, that said, uh, the fighting in itself is not bad as much as it is the tricks that most DBZ games use. Mm. to even things out don't work as well in this scenario. And what I'm talking about specifically is all Dragon Ball Z games of recent, and I'm talking like the last probably like 15 years, have a, a trick that everybody, that they all use, and which is as your character gets like new transformations, we are going to speed up the character visually, but as far as like hitboxes and actual inputs go, there's the same amount of times to block. Like there's say, like it's all they're not at they're moving faster on the screen. But as far as like your reactions to it aren't actually changing. But it makes you feel like you're moving faster. Your characters yeah. darting around. Mm. This one makes it very very obvious that that's exactly what's happening. Most people already know that's what's happening in the back of your mind. Like you recognize that one character because they're faster is necessarily that much better than the other. But it sure comes off that way. In this one, it comes off very obviously that you're like oh my character is faster but i am doing nothing extra yeah uh and that is a little bit disheartening and because of that though when you get a new form or like something new with the character or a new move yeah you're gonna do a little bit more damage but like it's exactly the same game there's not a whole lot of mix-ups in the game like the actual like mechanics of fighting is really bland and very simple 
It's fun. And it's fun. I but at the point I am in the story, I will finish it. It has now become to a point where I've gotten bored with it. It's the same, it's exactly the same button inputs for everything I've come up against. There is no like variation in the way to play. Mm. There's nothing like you don't ever change your tactic. Your tactic is beat the shit out of something until it gets super armor and then back off. And then beat the shit out of it and then back off. And like while you're backed off, you better either be charging or blocking. And like that is enough to beat the game. I'm sure there's someone out there who's like, duh, you can do this super technical thing. And I'm like, yeah, you probably can, but why would you? Mm, My shitty play style is perfectly, perfectly capable of beating this game. I am wrecking shit. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Like, I don't, you may be able to do it, but it certainly is not asked of you. The other part of it is you have to go around and collect these orbs to like use to get better moves later on, and that is the worst part of the RPG spe- aspect. Because oh. one, getting the orbs is literally you flying around getting the orbs, like a Banjo Kazooie game or something. Is flying and around fun? No, uh, <gasps> no, it is not. It is entertaining for the first couple of hours. Pop the mic with that gas. All right, but like, it's it's not. They also let you do weird things in this game that don't make sense to me. I, I'm sorry because I know I've just totally trailed off, but like you can drive a car in this game, which is a great add-on because it definitely goes through like the weird like Dragon Ball. We're gonna drive a car side story thing. No, it doesn't. Uh, do- okay, we're getting into spoilers now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Ooh, it's too good. Yeah, uh, but like it's awesome. They except for the fact that drive is what you just said to me. There's also like a whole like an entire upgrade system you have for your car once you get a car. And you're like, oh, this is gonna be cool. Except why would you ever use a car because you can fly so much faster? Which I guess is accurate to the series. <laughs> Have you, have, you, have you ever played Grand Theft Auto and you're like, I'm just going to drive normally? That's so true. I have not. Have you not? Uh, oh, you're not, you're I not also, a GTA guy. Though. I also do not like but GTA. But you hit the, you hit the uh, RP walk sometimes, though. Do you, ever, do you ever slow it the fuck down? In a time where it'd be ridiculous for you to be fucking running? You just run everywhere. Forever. I just run everywhere. Okay, forever. I, okay. I, I RP walk in an RA slow game, Red Dead. Uh, also, yeah, GTA following... because. Because you're never going to follow the fake <laughs> street rules that yeah. cops aren't even enforcing traffic yeah. laws in GTAs, you know yeah. what I mean? So, it's so fun to stop at a red light, like mm-hmm. second, in, <laughs> second in line at a red light and you're waiting. I agree, Cartier. That's yeah, yeah. fair. To be fair, I've done things like that in like Devil May Cry where I'm like, I'm a badass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like... Uh, I bet over the that sounds weirdly sensual. But... Uh, <laughs> Like, you've pulled, no context. You've pulled double triggers. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but um, or people have pulled yours. <laughs> um, yeah. But the thing is, Dragon Ball Kakarot. I, I know I've like hated on this game right now. It's still a solid <laughs> seven. Like yeah. it is. It is one of the best Dragon Ball games that's come out in recent years. Yeah. I I know that that's not high praise, but it's not meant to be. But, but, <laughs> but, like, but Fighters came out recently. Fighters is, came out to... Fighters is I think mechanically a better game. I think Fighters is a great video game, and like if if somebody, especially in like the fighting game community, is probably gonna love that game. Dragon Ball Kakarot is obviously meant to be something different. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Kakarot is a more of an RPG than it is a fighting game. My problem is, is it feels like the RPG elements. I I, I got to touch on this because if I don't touch on this, then it's gonna seem like I just Ooh, didn't don't touch the table. This. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I have to touch. I, it. It's all good. Sorry. Yeah. Touch on it. Yeah. Uh, my bad. Uh, which is they have this like community board thing. Where basically, like, you link people to your characters, and there's, without going too deep into it, each, there's, like, six different boards, and they each give you, like, bonuses based on who is slotted into that board. 
And then there's like combos you can make where it's like, oh, Tian and Yamcha are right next to each other, so they get a boost. Nice. Uh, like there's things like that. Uh, but like, I can't help but feel that all of it is fluff. That like, if you got rid of that in the game, right? So you took all the development time you did put into being put into the community board and put it into your combat system, your game is better. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I feel I almost feel like if you just remove it and add nothing, it- your game is still no different. It's, it might not be worse, it might not be better, but it's just the needless. You're like, this is needless things that you added in there. I got two questions for you. Yeah. Also, a lot of the things, you, a few of the mm-hmm. things you said made me think that it's like, at the very least, especially with it mm-hmm. sitting around a seven, at the very least it sounds like this is like decent uh, jumping off point for like a sequel. Like if there's some ways you could improve this game and still... They may do a sequel. They may do a sequel. And, and I think a sequel... You want to know, I wouldn't be against a sequel because I do think there's a lot of things that can be improved. And I think this game has potential. You could hit Super, right? You could hit Super Story. You could, yeah, if you did Super Story, I think it would be... To be honest, that's more interesting. I mean, the DLC yeah. still hasn't came out too. Yeah. Like, is it, it could be anything, yeah. It, it has potential. And as I said, anybody who likes Dragon Ball, if you like Dragon Ball and like you don't have an issue reliving that story, it's... It's enjoyable. It's an enjoyable time, but it's not going to blow anybody away. I have two questions yeah. for you. Boo's representation in this game. You said you're in the middle yeah. of Boo Saga now, which means if you're in the middle, then you have seen original, and yes. even slightly evil, Fat Boo, Yes. the voice for you. How was it? Good. Is it good? It's good. Because there's voice acting in this game, obviously, right? Yeah. No, the voice acting's on point. Like, there's okay. nothing There's nothing that comes off as particularly odd. I will say there's definitely points in the story, like storyline-wise, mm-hmm. where they obviously cut things because you're like, they didn't want to animate that. Like, uh, they yeah. haven't... Do we see Boo's egg? <laughs> Do we see mm, Boo's egg? No. When you're playing Bo- the Boo Saga, the most video game thing in Dragon Ball, maybe... Do you go down the floors still? You know, before Boo is hatched? You fight one of those people, but no, you don't go down the floors. It kind of skips through it. The most video game thing Toriyama ever thought of. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no. That's crazy. He made, uh, a, dun- he made a dungeon. I love waiting for that egg to hatch. Because yeah. inside the egg is the greatest thing yeah. in this universe. Uh, yeah, no. My no, other question is, uh, is there any at all... Maybe I'm misremembering that, but I, I don't believe you do. Is uh, there even bad PyCon representation? No. No PyCon. No PyCon. They skip all the movies from my from what I've noticed. Right, and he's a later... He hits the so, actual... So they're trying to keep it canon. Canon only. Doesn't he hit main series later, though? Or am I no. Wrong? Or is that GT? He does, he does GT? in the anime. He does... Wait, he does? He does in the anime, but not in, like, canon material. PyCon's not in it at all. Oh, I, I could have sworn... He hits a movie. Yeah, I he's in a he movie. Was, I thought they... For some reason in my head, and maybe I'm still yeah. half... Goku fights Pycon twice. Oh, it's two different movies, isn't yeah. it? No, no, he does the other world tournament, which is not a movie. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Alright, but then, that's immediately that's immediately after Cell Saga. And then Fusion Reborn is the other part. Yeah, and then Fusion Reborn yeah. shows up also. Um, but, yeah, no. I mean, I haven't hit... Uh, no, because I think we were, went past Season Reborn where I'm at. So yeah, no, no, no PyCon representation at all. Um, Sad. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? You can't get it all in. Poor off-brand Piccolo. Um, Deborah. <laughs> yes. Well, it had to be. Literally, when uh, when they were designing PyCon, <laughs> Akira Toriyama was like, alright, I want him to be pretty much just like Piccolo. 
That's literally like what he gave like yeah, the anime that. staff to work. With. Oh, he's I'm like, a, he's like, I just want a character and make him like Piccolo. They did it, and they did it, and they didn't even hit like Namekian. They're just like, yeah, he's like Piccolo. No, weighted like, training clothes. It's like a uh, Mr. Piccolo and uh, 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 Mr. Popo fused. <laughs> Whoa, it's like Mr. Piccolo his whole life. I said Piccolo. I meant to say Piccolo and Mr. Popo. It came out wrong. Mr. Piccolo. Yeah, it came out came out as a Gohan. Gohan came uh, yeah, <laughs> but um. So next thing, Kakarot though, good stuff. Yeah, solid. Uh, solid, just not great. Who's your favorite character you've played as? Oh, dude. Um, <gasps> Videl. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> honestly, honestly, it is Vegeta was it changed, it Ooh. changed, and it didn't change because of like getting more characters. It changed because the, my move set changed. But for a very long time, it was Vegeta. Uh, I liked Vegeta's move set a lot. It was working for me. Things were going good. The problem is, is the story makes Gohan overpowered. In comparison, like level wise, really quick, just, just like in real life. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, in real life, and then uh, in <laughs> and then like he's he just becomes a little he's, he's just so much higher level than everybody else is right now. So, uh, and I mean Goku is obviously like the go to, but it's cheating. Goku like, is the go to. Yeah, ninety seven point one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Good so I didn't. I, I don't. I've talked to you a little bit about this. I played Control. Oh, hmm. I do uh, remember you, yes. Uh, From Remedy Games. Yeah, really good game. Uh, except, uh, you know what, this is something I'm glad I get to say on a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which is, uh, from my time playing video games, uh, on a console, I'm sure there's been issues with PC that have come up that are significantly worse than this. There is no game I've ever played on a console that it was made for that has played worse than <laughs> Control. Like, performance-wise. I mean, there is... said That game is different and unique and deserves all the praise in the world because it does something that no other video game I've ever seen does. And just the way it plays. Like, I can tell you, oh, you have psychic powers. And, like, oh, you know, you can pick up things and throw them. And, like, uh, you know... It, but that, none of that really grasped the fa- at the fact that, like, it plays differently. Like, it's an, almost like a... It's a totally different video game skill set than anything I've played. When mm-hmm. people are like, oh, I played a shooter or whatever, you can kind of picture in your head what that means. Yeah. You, I cannot describe how, how, how Control plays. It's a mix between like a third-person shooter and like a wizard game, and I don't even there's, understand. Like, it doesn't... There's, there, there's I hope Harry for, Potter plays like this game does. There's physics for, like, almost every object, right? And the yeah. telepathy is kind of, like, doing... I know that you spoke yeah. of this. I've heard other people speak of, like, how good... Like, it guessing what you want to grab yeah, or throw. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is, it is really accurate, and sometimes there's definitely times where, like, you'll be like, I want to pick that thing up, and then you're like, I missed. And then it picks the thing up anyway, and you're like, uh, and if there's nothing there, it just like picks a chunk out of the ground. But different things have different weights and can do different things. We you chuck them at people, and like chucking things at people does not get old. The problem is, <laughs> is that like, as I said, that game's performance, and it should be noted, I play on a regular PlayStation. Sure. I don't have the Pro on the PS One. Yeah, uh, basically, <laughs> it from PS1. yeah. I don't have I don't have the Pro, so that that's going to play into a lot of this. Yeah. But when I'm talking about frame rate drops. I am not somebody who can sit here and tell you under normal circumstances, oh, that dream dropping frames. Can't tell you. Uh-huh. All right? I don't see, like, the technical things a lot of people see. When people are like, oh, the ambient occlusion is ridiculous in this game. Ah, yeah, I don't know what that said. means. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's got to be, like, uh, heavily dropping frames. For when I say heavily dropping frames, I'm talking, like, going down to, like, 
five, six frames a second. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I mean, dropping, dropping. Like, f- screen is freezing. You are getting some 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 stuttering in ways that should not be happening in a game yeah. uh, on a console. It's a, it'd be different if it's trying to play on a PC and you're trying to run it with too high a spec. No, this is on the freaking thing it's made for. And it just doesn't sometimes. Like, I will say that the game has done a thing that's interesting, though, where, like, the game will keep playing even while it's stuttering. So, like, you can keep a mental track in your head of where you're moving and you will end up there, damn it. But, like, at, so it's not, it does, it's still playable. Mm-hmm. Even at the worst of times, to be honest, the combat is so hectic sometimes. You're like, I'm sure glad the frame rate's slowing down, so I have time to time to plan plan what I'm doing here. Uh, but like, it is is it it is legitimately bad. Like, if I was somebody who reviewed games, heavy points, I it's dropping itself a full grade because of how badly it performs. I heard about similar performance things on the pro, yeah. and I think that it's just the. Uh, it's fine because it's on PC now, right? Yeah, uh, maybe I don't know. I, I honestly don't PC. know. But I will say the story is super interesting. Uh, that, and this thing, everything about this game is different. The way it plays is different. Also, the storyline is different. Uh, without going too far into spoiler territory, uh, first ten minutes of the game, let's put it that way, you walk into an office. Uh, you are basically told that you're looking for your brother and that you haven't been able to find this weird location. Uh, you meet a janitor who's obviously, uh, and they even make the remark, which I love, which is, I know what you're thinking. Um, if, you know, in anybody in this situation, if there's an axe murderer, it's going to be this janitor because he's super creepy, but your person really likes him for no reason. And that doesn't change. He's just a creepy dude. Who's a good man. (laughs) And like, love him. His name's Ati. Uh, and he, I think he's like Polish or something because he speaks in weird broken English. Not important. You go into an office, there's a dead dude on the ground. Alright? You're like, shit. Alright, there's a gun on the ground. Alright, gun, uh, dead man. And all of a sudden, there's a voice in your head that's like, pick the gun up. And you're like, I don't think that's a good idea. And it's just like, do it! And you're like, okay. And I grab the gun and now you are the fucking owner of this building. And, uh, <laughs> you are, literally, you are the director. Yeah. All right. You and basically you are now the head of this organization who's been appointed by what I'm assuming is like aliens or something. It doesn't that right. It doesn't matter. Uh, weird things. Uh, for the record, saying aliens isn't a spoiler because I don't honestly think it's ever stated what these things are. Extra-dimensional entities called the the council or something like that mm-hmm. have appointed you director of the organization. The others there across the street. Yeah, 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 basically. Exactly. What, are they, what, was, what was that called? Uh, executor. That's a... The executor is across yeah, the seat. Yeah, yes, yes. Dragon, Dragon Age reference. Anyway, another point. Point they, is... Uh, Damn it. You are basically going through the SCP Foundation. I don't know if anybody is familiar with the SCP Foundation. Yes? No? Oh, it's the website of Paranormal Show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically like a bunch of, like, stories of, like, weird things. And there are these items called, uh, there's either objects of power or items of interest or something like that. They're basically magic, right? Some of these give you powers, right? Which is cool. You get, you know, you get new powers from them. Uh, Some of them are just weird items that cause problems to happen. Um, And basically your job is to just kind of keep everything under control. And right now your place is being invaded by an extra-dimensional entity called the Hist that you just made the name up for. Uh, And it's funny because that's exactly what happens. I'm not exaggerating that. Your character goes, I think I will call it the Hiss. And then everybody's like, the Hiss? And she's like, stuck. (laughs) Uh, Count it. Yeah, not even an exaggeration. But like... 
Uh, but some of the objects, like the the graphics in this game, are very strange and otherworldly, and like weird things happen that are super interesting. Um, one of the things is like uh, you find a furnace that talks to people and tells it to feed them. Uh, one of the things is like Ooh, I don't even want to ask. There's a there's, there's a fridge in there that like if you don't constantly watch, if somebody's not constantly watching the fridge, it will kill you. Uh, so there's always someone who's sitting there watching the fridge. And one of the side quests is, is they kind of forgot. They left the dude sitting there watching the fridge. And nobody's coming to get him. So the guy's like sitting there going, I can't keep my eyes open. And you're like, I'll come back for you. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll come back for you. Just hold on. And then eventually you do come back for him. And the fridge eats him. And then you go into another dimension and battle a monster. Crazy stuff happens. None of it makes sense. I do not know what happened uh, to this day. You also have a god in your head. But like... I'm, t- I'm saying all this stuff out of context because out of context it makes it just as much sense as it does in context. I mean, uh, you're, you're Doctor Strange. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. No, that's actually extremely accurate. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're Doctor Strange without the magic and more like science tools. You're like Doctor Strange if Doctor Strange was more like Constantine. Yes. That, no, you're Constantine, actually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, this is more, that's a better, a better allegory. Debunked. Yeah, better allegory <laughs> is Constantine. Got him. Every Tuesday on NBC. Uh, <laughs> but the problem is, 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 as I said, Control's a hard game to describe, so I'm going to move on. But play it, please. It's really good. Uh, that they, they deserve to be have, have some, some honor here in, in the fact that that game just plays amazingly. Uh, it plays so different. so unique. I love it. Um, so it's good. That's what's yeah. good. Uh, what else have you played Tweak and Slayman? Um... So, so many things. I thought there was a third thing for sure that was big that you played recently. No, there is another thing that I played recently that's big. Um, Persona 5 again. You know, <laughs> I could talk about Persona. Uh, that's coming out soon and I'm super hyped for Royal. I know I'm the only person who cares about... Here? Definitely here. Uh, within not, this room. Not in life, though. Someone uh, else cares. No, other people care, but I think Persona 5 Royal is, like, obviously a problem. You are you are very excited for. Uh, I've never seen you so excited for like the. Well, it's more than a game of the year edition, I guess, right? No, see, this is the problem. It is essentially an expansion pack, right? And listen, I'm going to be straight up with the scenario. Persona Five Royal is an expansion pack that they're selling at full price as a new game that you can't transfer saves to because they want you to play the whole through the whole fucking thing a second time. All right, it's enhanced in certain ways. It's probably been streamlined. Uh, there's been some changes made to the game, but for all intents and purposes, it's an expansion pack. They're selling for $60 over again, and didn't, you have to rebuy all of the DLC if you want to buy it. Didn't, didn't Far Cry do that? Probably. And you know what? Well, I will say this. It, as far as people who are like, it's anti-consumer, fuck it at. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it's really anti-consumer. It's I a shitty it's practice. worse than New Dawn. Yeah. If, that's, if you get a New Dawn, New Dawn was actually still... All new start, all new story and on the same map. From from my understanding, I don't know if this is one hundred percent accurate. You basically have to play through the entirety of the old game again to even get to the new content. It sounds like they're selling an expansion thing that you can't buy except for buying the game again. And so, that's so, basically it. So they're pulling the Pokemon. Yes, uh, that's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, but o- almost even harder, man. And it's <laughs> Ultra Sun. Excuse me. And it, and and, and, it, and it's it's dirty and it's grimy and man, I'm gonna love the fuck out of that game. <laughs> and like. <laughs> You're not like I, I said. I understand that that's not a good way of looking at things, I mean, but like, own, yeah, like this is the thing. People, I, I've had plenty of people tell me, like, listen, this is like, gro- like you should be upset about this. Like, you as a consumer should be upset about this. I'm like, there's certain things that I will pay for 
with no regrets, and it almost doesn't matter what it cost. All right, like there's a level of enjoyment I got out of the first Persona that I first off, I went in, I, I bought that game maybe a year and a half, two years after it came out, and when I bought Persona, I was like, I hated the other one, which is sacrilege in and of itself for for some people. People love Persona Four, didn't like it. Mm-hmm. All right, I didn't like it. I I didn't understand how things worked. I didn't like it. I bought Persona 5 on a whim going, I have nothing else to play. I need something to suck up time. Everybody says this is a great RPG. Fuck it, I will give it a shot. I wept so fucking hard in that <laughs> game. Just, and you know what? The problem is, I think I've said I've wept every single time I've come on this podcast about one game or the you other. You only play games that move you. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but like, you don't do the end of Persona time. is just devastating. And I'm like, I will do anything for more of this game. Like, what do you want? I played through that game, like, six times just to make sure that I've gotten everything. And I love that game. And you know what? You could tag... You could... This this expansion thing they're doing could be so much less. And I would still pay for it. And that makes me a bad person. And, like... I mean, dude, that's like... I got angry when Pokemon was like, hey, we're coming out with DLC instead of just giving me another game. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I'm totally for buying the same game over and over again <laughs> because, like, I enjoy the story. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's like... Different from, like, going from, like, oh, I'm going to start a new save file to, like, hey, here's this game that you've already played, but here's some extra shit, and I enjoy that extra shit. Yeah, I, I'm totally fine with that. And, and, and I have two physical copies I can hold in my hands mm-hmm. instead of fucking DLC. Mm-hmm. One in each hand. Yeah, exactly. Feels good. And, like... Hold my Switch, there's my DLC. Like, there's, as I said, there's just certain things that I, I... And I realize that I'm in in the rare, rare here, because I hear a lot of people who are just like, I only buy things on sale. Uh, and I realize that I'm almost the opposite, where, like, if I want something... And, and for the record, for the people at home who are hearing me say this incredibly privileged thing, I am not wealthy. I am not, I am not, I am not average. I do not make a lot of money, all right? So this is not me being like an elitist prick and being like, I only buy things that are new. It's that I don't play a lot of video games in comparison to some people. Mm. I play maybe, maybe 10 to 12 video games a year. And I often replay those video games multiple times, but like it's for the most part ten or twelve video games that I really latch onto and make like part of myself. All right, and the thing is, is so Persona was one of those games that came out of nowhere, which isn't something that normally happens to me. Normally, I'm like, oh, this is a game that's coming out. I'm going to buy this. Doom. I'm going to buy on Friday when it comes out because I know I'm going to like that game. It takes a lot for me to try something. And when I tried Persona and it latched onto me, I was like, holy crap, I found a new thing I like. Yeah. And that's not something I get a lot. Uh, very rarely do I just stumble upon a game and I'm like, no, not only do I like this, I've been engrossed by this thing. It's taking up like part of my mind share now. And and that's an amazing situation. It becomes part of you, man. Yeah. Um, and like... Becomes a part of that, I think, is just from going like you just don't have the, those same experiences that you did as a kid because everything's new, you know. But it is really nice to find something every now and then where I'm like, ah, oh, like this new thing, which is honestly why I've been trying other video games recently that I wouldn't normally try is because I'm hoping like that there's a series out there that I have not played that is secretly really good. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't think you were here yet, but I stumbled upon something on the PlayStation Store yesterday called The Surge Two. I've never heard of this video game. <laughs> yeah, it's a big freaking AAA game. It looks awesome, and I've never heard of it, and I've never seen it before. And I didn't pull the trigger, and I probably should have because, but like, I have no idea what that game is. I would be going in blind. I don't ever go in blind. I'm like, oh, should I just do it? But it's hard. Same thing with uh, Greedfall. Were you men- did you mention Greedfall? No. No. Greedfall, no, another no. game that just came out that should be right up my alley. I'm scared. 
<laughs> scared like because I don't want to spend money that I don't that I don't think is going to be used. And I've done it recently with other games where I bought games and then hated them. I bought Sakura, hated it. Thank you. That's exactly what I was speaking of. So that works out. Literally the same game. Oh, played Sekiro. Hated that game. Fuck that game. That game is a bad From game. That's one of the ones where I you were talking before the podcast about blaming yourself for some things with Pokemon. I blame myself because I actually, uh, not because it won Game of the Year, but mostly because of how good that game looks, how good that man... Because even if you're shitty, you see that man mm. in that room carving that shit. Mm-hmm. That shit is so... That game looks so good. That game feels so good. I'm sure mm-hmm. that game... The whole story is so good. I'm just not patient enough. 29-year-old Dan Allen is not patient enough for that game. I could tell how fun it was. I remember Cartier, you told me... Uh, you're like, oh, I didn't get past this guy. So I remember when I got past this guy, I'm like, maybe this will be okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... Uh, I did enough to get to the first, not even real challenge, but man in armor. And I think even after I cheesed past him, it was just like, man, I just don't have the patience. No, I think it was him. I think I didn't have the patience to, because uh, you definitely have to learn the symbols. Like, this symbol means mm-hmm. this. I think it's almost too much for me to, like, really invest. I just didn't have it in me, man. Mm-hmm. And I think that game is also stealthier than I uh, realized. Not that that hurt. It, it, it is very stealthy. But I I don't think that's not a patience thing I don't have. The problem is I just I I have to assume and this is my you assumption. Get too. I assume that that game just never clicked with me. Yeah. I, I I have to try to put it on myself because if I don't try to put it on myself at least in some way, I just think that is a bad game. Right now where which I stand after isn't true. after putting twenty to twenty five hours in that game, I got to the corrupted monk, which is way not as far as I should have gotten with that amount of playtime. Um, I could not beat it, and I gave up. And I gave up out of frustration, which is saying something because my maybe number one favorite game of all time is Bloodborne. And Bloodborne, and when people are like, "Oh, Bloodborne is harder," I'm like, "No, it isn't. It isn't even like close. It's not even on like the same scale." And I don't understand how people think that, which makes me think that there has to be that there's something about that combat that I fundamentally did not understand. That like my brain did not understand, and I'm I'm not I can't I can't block. I tried to block with the thingy, like do the do the the, and like I felt like I was doing it correct like seventy percent of the time, which is not good enough in that game. Seventy yeah. percent is not good enough in that game, yeah, yeah. and. That was not the way that any other From game has, put, has, has played. Not that I have a huge experience, but I played the original Dark Souls. I played Dark Souls 3. I played Bloodborne. All of them allowed me to make mistakes, right? Where I made a mistake and, like, okay, you made a mistake. You can fix it. Like, don't be wrong. You make four or five mistakes, your ass is just dead. Like, that's the way that game, kind of game is. But, like, if you made a mistake, you could correct, you know? And, yeah. In Sekiro, it felt like if you, you missed... You're done. Start over. Go through that long-ass loading screen again, you son of a bitch. And, like, mm, didn't like that. Didn't like that at all. Where Bloodborne, Bloodborne was like, yeah, you made a snake, attack. Like, that was their their thing. Be aggressive. And this is like, be aggressive, but block and don't be... Be, be wary. Yeah, be wary. And I'm like, I'm not a wary person. Uh, I'm just bad at it. Yeah. So I think I'm done done with my section here. I thought it was. I'm taking like so much time. Sekiro wasn't even something you played this week. It wasn't. Game. We just oh. ended up on it. I'm just like okay. fuck Sekiro. I will say this, <laughs> but take five seconds right now to remember whatever other big game because I thought it was something big. 
Maybe we can't think of it. Hold on. Three. Um, we have played so many things recently. Maybe it's gone. If it ain't Death Stranding, no, what's I didn't it play gonna it. take? Uh, dude, name I'm, a price. I, I, I think I'm out of Death Stranding at this point. Nineteen ninety nine. I, I, no, man, I just don't think I'm ever going to play this stranding. You just found a $25 GameStop. I've already card. used that. <laughs> <laughs> that was used on Control. That was a while ago. Um, no, I just... Free on PlayStation Plus? Which, by the way, I got Control for like $30. It was on sale. Nice. So I mean, And I used that PlayStation card. I paid nothing for that game. Uh, which is maybe why I like it so much. Free on PlayStation Plus. That's stranding. Oh, yeah, I'd play it then. Uh, if it's free, I'd try it. The problem is, Dan, is I would be going into that game right now with like an 80% sh- I, I'm about 80% sure I will not like Death Stranding. Sure. So, the thing is, is right now the world is asking me, would you like to spend money for something you are pretty sure is not something you want to play? And I'm like, no. Uh, I've, don't be wrong. I've gotten to that point. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I got nothing. That's <laughs> we'll just, do it. But like, that lines up with your lifelong feud with uh, there are Nintendo, Norman Reedus. This is yeah. Secret. <laughs> that's my that's that's where the international insider comes from. Me yeah. and Norman Reedus just hate each other. I deeply. mean, it's not a hatred, but there's definitely disrespect happening. Yeah, on both sides. Yeah, well, all those and parties he, I go to. He's usually not. Uh, one, he's usually not one to say you know. All those parties Norman Reedus goes. To. <laughs> <laughs> if he um, doesn't have something nice to say, Nicholas Cartier. <laughs> What did you play this couple of couple of days, couple of weeks, couple of months? This weekend gaming. Um, this weekend gaming is brought to you by Wash Your Hands and um, dun, dun, mm-hmm. but no, um, hmm. it's brought to you by the Braun Strowman wrestling meme. <laughs> Wash these hands meme. It's very good. Normally, it's catch these hands. He's a big man. He throws punches. Anyways. This week in gaming. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I haven't really been playing much. Um, Sonic Forces came out for free on PlayStation, so I've been playing that a little bit. How double, is it? Double back, double down. It, it's, um... <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> what does it's fine mean? It's fine. It's like, I don't know. I'm, I haven't stopped playing it yet, but, like, it's not like I'm, like... So, uh, for someone who has zero... Myself, I don't know what Sonic Forces is beyond being the Sonic with a character creator, right? So it's like you get to create a character, and you pretty much get to play stages as Sonic, as Sonic from Generations, and as your creative character. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been on the internet. Are there romance options? <laughs> I don't think so. Could I, was, I make? I you want to know what? If you would have come back and be like, yes, I would not have expected it. Could I? It, it just I, I was kind of hoping secretly that you were just come out and surprise me and be like, no, there's deep. The romance system is incredibly deep and and, and varied. Can, um, I, can I make Big the Cat something that looks like Big the Cat? Uh no, you've got a. You couple, always look like tails. Are no, there species? You, yeah, you got a couple species that you can choose from. So you can be like, you can be a wolf. A cat, a hedgehog, a bird, a bunny rabbit, a bear. Mm. And I think that might be. It. Okay, and they I, all have like different, like you know, like the hedgehog one. I think is like you start off with like five coins or like whatever you like. Whenever you get hit, like your mm-hmm. coins stay on the map for like a couple seconds longer. Okay, question. Special abilities. Once again, maybe it's because I don't know the Sonic universe well enough. What is what is the visual difference between Sonic? And the and the cat and the wolf 
forms. They, uh, what are like the, Sonic's already kind of like this weird amalgamation of like other animals. They, so, uh, like, they surprisingly look different. Like it's like they still have like that Sonic like yeah. aesthetic, but like they look different. Like I'm pretty sure you can, if you wanted to, you can make a bunny rabbit and make Oswald if you really okay. want to. Is there is there a plot? Oswald. Um, there's like some kind of like half baked plots about like. I don't know, it's weird, like, Are, Sonic, Sonic is, like, dead for, like, a second, and then they're no. just like, no, he's not dead right afterwards. Wait, like, no that's where Avengers it. got it. Like, I was gonna say, it's like, hey. this is an Avengers moment? Yeah, oh, Thanks exactly. for listening, no, I'm sure. Does Sonic get <laughs> snapped? Get no, that. um... They broke the Sonic. Yeah. They broke the, <laughs> the hog. They've gotten, he's got, I mean, there's a bunch of emeralds you have to put in a thing. I have, I have not seen similar. one Chaos Emerald yet. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Silence. Yeah. Stun silence. <laughs> I have no words. Yep, I have not seen one yet. They have a prologue that came with it, though, that is like the episode of Shadow I haven't played yet, so I imagine that's where at least one Chaos Emerald is. <laughs> Has Shadow become a mainstay of that series? Is he like a character now? Yeah. Can't be stuck. Yeah, this is like a this is like a post post like apocalyptic like Sonic game. It's weird. Okay, not gonna lie, you almost kind of sold me with that. Can you please go into that? It's free. It's free. So it's um, it's free. Pretty much, it's like once again, you almost kind of sold me with that. There's this, uh, yeah, (laughs) there's this dude named Infinite, and he's working with Robotnik, and pretty much like they have these like fake ruby crystal bullshits that like Infinite can use his powers and make. Um, they just explained this part in the game, so like I can actually explain like what they are. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much like. Alright, so have you ever have you ever like seen Steven Universe or whatever? How like the rocks can ma- turn themselves into like hard lights? Yes. So pretty much it's like that, except for he can make them of like wh- whoever he wants to make. So he's like you're versing like all the villains and Sonic. Like there's this one dude I don't know what the fuck his mm-hmm. name is. I don't know who he is. He's a motherfucker. I hate him. He's the reason I stopped playing the game for like when I first got it initially. Is he? Is he an animal? The early days of the. Nah, he's like this weird like. I don't even know. I don't even know, like, maybe demon, but, like, not. It's, it's weird. I'll show you a picture I, later. Um, uh, Sonic Demon. First off, that's a game that needs to happen. <laughs> Just Sonic, Sonic demon. demon is a great Sonic name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sonic but, Demon. You're There's welcome, a, Sega. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> there we go. But, no, like, it'll I'll make... play the, that game. Like, they make, like, the enemies, like, the bosses that you're fighting. Mm-hmm. Like, I know um, Chaos is one of them. Oh, cool. So, like, the big, like, water boy... Mm-hmm. And then, like, what is, there's one of, like, Metal Sonic, one of them, I think there's one of Shadow. Shaft? Shaft. Uh, (laughs) yeah. Uh, so. Metal Shaft. So do you, do you put, do you, like, switch between storylines, or are you just, like, constantly one thing, you just pick your character as you go through? Um, each different, so you know how, like, they'll, you know how, like, a classic Sonic game will be, like, Green Hill, Green Hill, Green Hill? This Uh one kind of bounces around a little bit, because it's, like, a globe map, and the different stages are in, like, different orders, so it's, like, stage one, you're in Green Hill, stage two, you're over wherever, stage three, you're on the fucking Death Egg. Okay. Uh... So like if I, the the stages follow the plot, so like I just hit my first casino. Okay. Stage. Two. So two questions, or one question is two parts. No. Uh, as a video game, where does this fall on your ten point scale? Hmm. As a video game, I'd say I'd give it like maybe. Maybe a seven because like I'm I'm enjoying okay. myself like yeah. I'm not having a bad time playing this game because like there's like 
So there's like pretty much three different types of levels that there are. There's the speed levels, which are usually Sonic. There's the like retro kind of um, like Sonic One, Sonic Two, Sonic and Knuckles sorts, which you play um, Sonic Generation mm-hmm. Sonic, so like a little fat boy Sonic. And then there's the third one where it's like it's a mix between the two, so it's like platforming mm-hmm. and speed. But it's, like, your creative character, because he's got this, like, gauntlet thing, and you can change the gauntlet from, like, different, like, thing mm-hmm. like, there's, like, different types, they're called, like, wispins or whatever, mm-hmm. but, like, wispins. right now I have one that's, like, pretty much, like, I can, like, go like that, like, around in a circle, and I'm just, like, it's, like, a, an electric whip. But mm-hmm. then there's other ones that are, like, a Mega Man buster, kind of, that you can use, and then you use them to, like, grapple on, so, like, instead of, like, when Sonic's going fast, he's just, like, you know... Level specifically yeah, designed exactly. for, like, like the, You know how, like, he can, like, home onto different things to, okay. like, get up to different ones? You can do that, except for you use your grapple. So you're, like, grapple one, grapple one, grapple a thing, and it'll shoot you up. So it's, like, different level designs, I guess. Okay. So, for, like, the different... So the people at home, he's making the motion of grappling onto... Yeah, uh, no, okay. I, mean, I, was, I That was a very... <laughs> there was a lot of, there was a lot of non-words there. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, grappling onto enemies to move upwards uh, on a diagonal plane. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There we go. You're excited. That was that was a little overdone, but uh, Sonic. So versus. okay, second question: as a Sonic game, Sonic 06 being a one, and uh, we'll say Probably, I would say Sonic Adventure two, but nobody's gonna agree with that. I, I was gonna Sonic, Sonic, the newest. What's the what's the one everybody loves right now? Can we actually give? No, I was gonna bring this up. I'm like, probably should. We're not good enough for Sonic Mania. Like, it's actually real dirty. Like, when I go back to Sonic Mania, I'm like, oh yeah, this game's too good. I'm like. I don't want to get into it, but well, say, Sonic Mania, Sonic being a, Mania 10, is a ten. Yeah, yeah, and and Sonic 06 is a one. Where in the Sonic scale does this fall? Um, hmm. in case you haven't played Sonic 06, it's literally unplayable. Yeah, Where do you put Sonic good. and Knuckles at? <laughs> That's like an eight or a nine. Yeah, Sonic, it's, it's, Sonic it's, and Knuckles and Sonic, Sonic three and are up there. It's definitely. I'd, I'd still say it's, it's a seven. Okay, I'd still say it's a seven because like it's not bad. Like I'm mm. having a good time playing it, and it's like it's not. I'm not having any of those. Like you know how like. <laughs> When they came out with, like, the whole, like, Sonic Boom mm-hmm. things, and then, like, that game was fucking trash. Mm-hmm. And, like, Sonic 06 is also fucking trash. And, like, Sonic has just had a real hard time, but I haven't, like, ran into any, like, game-breaking things that weren't my fault mm-hmm. in this game. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Oh, Sonic. Sweet little So what Sonic. else have you been playing, Guardians? <laughs> um, no, yeah, that's fine. Um, I stopped playing Pokemon Gold, and I'm playing Pokemon <laughs> Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. It's mm-hmm. like every week I'm playing a different Pokemon game. It's true. I'm also playing Sword and Shield, but that's just because they have um, events going on in the raid area, so I can get a Gengar and a Machamp that are Gigantamaxed, so that's cool. Machamp. Yay. The grind continues. And then, other than that, I think I played one round of um, Call of Duty Warzone. What? The Battle Royale that just came out for Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. And it's, um, it's pretty fun. Yeah, because you were on that. I forgot you're on that duty. This yeah. year's duty. Like it's a. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. It's like it's kind of like Apex a little bit, but like I don't know. It's weird because like it's got Call of Duty physics, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Right. And it's a battle royale, and it's like it's not bad. It's it's good. But I've also been playing Apex more, so I mean. Does it? Oh, it definitely does. There's no teams, right? It's just... uh, it's three. You can do three people, two people, or solo. I believe. Yeah. Is there a respawn? Um, you can revive your people. Alright, so, yeah, you can revive your people, like, Apex style, if they're downed. Uh-huh. Or, if you die, you get sent to this different, like, place in the map that's called the Gulag. So, pretty much when you die, 
you get like a cutscene of like them throwing like a bag over your head or whatever, and okay. then they transport you to this place called the Gulag. And it's pretty much you, the first time you die, you get put into a 1v1 match with a person, with like another person. That died? Yeah, yeah. that just died. And if you 1v1 them, you're back in the game. <laughs> and if you lose, you're out of the game. But your guys can also go to the gulag and like throw rocks at the other guy to stun him. Oh my. Yeah, it's fucking That's cool. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Especially, I was going to ask a leading line of questions to reference the fact that modern day battle royals were stealing... The changes anyone makes, but the Apex had made. And then yeah. you told me that shit. <laughs> that's not like anything. Yeah. That's cool that you go into a 1v1 with someone else to yeah, die no, and get back that's in. like the most Call of Duty thing they could do. If you, let's say you win that comeback and die again. Then you're dead. Okay. Well, but that's I the thing. Like so that. <laughs> when you're on the map, like some of the items that you can find are like, you can find like bundles of cash. Okay. And then there's these different spots on the map where you can like go. It's pretty much like the same thing as like when you're playing Fortnite and you hit the... Little fucking vending machine. Yeah. But this one, you can buy kill streaks. So, like, if you want a fucking helicopter, like, you can buy a helicopter if you have enough money. Nice. You can uh, buy your own loadouts. So, like, you can switch from the loadout from the guns that you're picking up on the map to, like, one of the loadouts you, like, pre made on the game. Oh, wow. Nice. And, and then you can also, uh, there, I think it's, well, like, not, it's not a super lot of money, but it's, like, one of the more expensive things. You can, like, buy one of your teammates back to life. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then, like, right off rip, you start off with a pistol. So, like, people have been, um... Robert was telling me about this, actually. Or not Robert. Rob, yeah, Robert. He was telling me about this. I almost, Rob, got, I almost got your guys' names mixed friend up of the Friend podcast, of the podcast, Robert. Fantasy critic competitor. Yes. And, uh... So, he told me that he did this the other day, and pretty much he, uh... You can... When you're parachuting down at the beginning of the Battle Royale, you can cut your parachute... And, like, if you cut it at the right height, you won't die. So, pretty mm. much, he cut his parachute, dropped down right next to a helicopter, got into that helicopter, and drove the helicopter and the people who were still parachuting. And that's wow. the kind of game that that is. <laughs> Good shit. How did you do in the one round you played? Ah, uh, horrible. Nice. Good to hear. Yep. Did you get, like, a ranking? No. Is it 100 or is it 80? I think... Hmm. I think it might be 100. Okay. It's a lot of people, though. Uh, hundo, do, 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 do. Yeah, but I guess uh, the Battle Royale thing, you can download it for free. Like, mm. you, can, you can play the Battle Royale for free, but it's just, like, a very big download. But if you have Call of Duty already, then, like, <laughs> you can still play it. But it's, like, if people don't have Call like, if you don't, you don't have Call of Duty right now, if you want right. to play that, you could download that right now, and then we can play together. Nice. Pop. Without yeah. having to own Call of Duty. That's what's good. Yeah. Jeeves. But if you already own Call of Duty and have it on there, then it's just like in like the main menu. Like, but if you're going to do that, Dan, may I mention that Apex Legends is free, and I send you invites to it. I do. One day. One day. That being said, Dan, what did you play this week in gaming? This week in gaming. What did I play this week in gaming? Nicholas Cartier. Uh, I guess there's two things of note. Uh, I've been playing a lot of a lot of Psychonauts, and Roger's here, so it's a good time. Oh, it's such a good time. It's a good time <laughs> to talk about this. Yeah. When you uh, asked me earlier, it's like when you showed up, I'm like, oh yeah, we can definitely. If you want to be on the podcast, it's a good time. In my head, I'm like mostly talking about Psychonauts today. I did not hit this. I uh, you can tell me. You're good. <laughs> Hitmitmedia uh, hit gmail.com. 
You can tell me this, Roger. Uh, if I tell you... If I tell... If, 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 I'm sorry. He's just real paranoid about the coronavirus. He's just very, very yeah. paranoid. If I told you where I am, will you tell me if I'm in the... Uh, the third or fourth quarter of the game. Yeah. I'm in one of those things. Yeah. Okay, so right now, without getting too spoilery, I know mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about a lot of this old-ass game right now. Uh, right now, I'm at the part where my brain has been mixed with uh, Oleander's brain, and we're in the mix of our childhoods, where his dad was a butcher. You... Am I at the end-end? You are, you, are you are at the end-end. Am I, like, last half hour? Uh, it depends how long it takes you to beat that level, yeah, sir. I, feel like, <laughs> I, did, I was like, I kind of feel like this is the last brain I'm entering for sure. Uh, but so yeah, so I'm I'm very deep in this game. I pretty much played the entirety of the yeah. game. Uh, Have you gotten to the last level? You said his dad's a butcher. I'm inside it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I got popped out of it, and it was like 4 a.m. So I'm like, uh, so, someone must have been killing me then. Have you seen his dad yet? Have I just? Or, or, or did you just assume? I just saw the ghostly shadow of what I thought may have been his okay. dad. Is that what I'm thinking? I was like, you might even be the last boss. <laughs> I will say, you know, the memory of the very last thing I did is uh-huh. kind of fading for me, but I will yeah. say that something killed me and popped me back out outside of the circus car. Okay, so but you've been to the meat circus, is all that matters. I've been in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah which is infamously a level everyone hates. Uh, yeah, I don't it, remember right now. I remember the I remember the whole bunny thing. Oh, I do remember the bunny thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, buddy. You got to do the bunny thing again. Yeah, definitely. I got uh, popped out of it. That's why. Is every time every time you get popped out of you that level. You have to level, start from the beginning. You have to start from the beginning. Which, which essentially, is, Cartier, to, to catch you up, is yeah, essentially a... Uh, what is that kind of mission called? I'm sorry. Uh, escort mission. It's an escort mission that keeps restarting <laughs> when you fail it. And, and you'll fail it a lot. Uh, because... That Don't game, get your fucking bunny. The problem is, is, as much as that game is a platformer, it's a very simple platformer for the most part. Like, yeah, it's, and I it's love not, the it's, it's not overly difficult. Like it's, it's that game is not a terribly difficult game in general. Mm-hmm. That last level, though, there's a there's a there's a skill jump for for out of nowhere, and I feel like most people are at the level that it expects you to be when you get to that. Yeah. But at the same time, you're just not expecting it. Like oh. Yes, I'm expected. I'm expected to do what I'm supposed to know how to do. Right. Because uh, at like, that point, you have all the all the psychic powers yeah. you're gonna get, and it's just like, and there are many of them. I, was there eight of them? Yeah, there's like there's like there's seven or eight. It's a good eight. amount. Yeah. Uh, things I didn't expect. I think you had told me about um, the power to see through someone else's eyes. Yeah. So crazy. Uh-huh. Generally, you're just like a piece of cake. I mm-hmm. was a piece of cake to oh whoever loved cake. Yeah. I was so angry. I was like, there was something I had to look up, and it was the fucking cake thing for the turtle. And I'm like, oh, the, uh-huh. hint, the hint was that when you look through the turtle's eyes, I look like cake. And then you talk to her, and she's like, he loves cake. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't look it up. I just fucking wasted a lot of time yeah. trying to do shit before I talked to her. And she's like, mm-hmm. he loves cake. I'm like, oh, the first thing I did when I entered this room mm-hmm. an hour and a half ago was pick up a collectible that was apparently cake. That's mm-hmm. an item. That's an item in my inventory. Mm-hmm. That's all I needed the whole time. So, no, there's a few things I want to talk about. Uh, so, entering the different brains of these people, we've talked about this last time yeah. in Cartier, about how that's the real meat of it. And essentially, the camp is just, like, a really great hub world. Yeah. Like, it's... It's just a hub world. So, But it's, like, one of the best hub yeah. worlds of our lives. Like, it's very good. It's got a lot of character. It's got a lot of charm. Cutscenes take place there. It's, like... It's, it's good. Uh, so... 
Are the character designs off-putting to you? No, no, I really like the, I really like that styling. Honestly, uh, I really love that. Like how many people have the eye? The one eye. It's not everyone. Yeah. Not everyone's eyes are jacked up, but a lot of them have one eye. Just blatantly, it's a choice. <laughs> Way above the other. Mm. <laughs> like, uh, they're they're very much Tim Burtony characters. You've seen it. Have you played it? No. Oh. Sure. Tim. Were you the one who hated it? No, no, that was a uh, Steve Carley. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> this also isn't the first Double Fine game I've played, and mm-hmm. they all have some sort of charming like mm-hmm. ugliness to them. I almost say like mm-hmm. I, that's why I'm not like insulted when Steve Carley. What do you say there? The hideous. So I mean, listen. They're, I understand. Every character in that game is a hideous monster, but like, they're also. And you know what? I, I think the only reason I can even understand that is because they're such hideous monsters that like it is. You almost assume if this was a if you take any of those characters and plop them in any other place, they are the villain. By by the way they look. <laughs> no, sure, sure. Uh, they all fit in the same art style, but like a lot of these people are like genuine and charming and like nice people. And the fact that they all look so grotesque is like says a lot about our like society that I can't accept that. But like yeah. <laughs> at the same time, I'm like this is this is obviously like off putting. I loved it because of that. Like I like the off puttingness of it, but I do think that it's almost intentional. It, it, especially because like some of the most messed up characters are like the most charming ones. Uh, what's his name? Beatty or Doty? Doty? Uh, Dogan? Dogan! Yeah, Dogan's a fave for sure. Do- Dogan. He, he's this little round munchkin that just looks like he's going to eat everything and he doesn't. Like, he's not that way. He's Red just, overalls, some of these yeah. kids actually have necks. Dogan yeah. doesn't really have a neck and he has to wear a helmet. It's like a you know tinfoil yeah. helmet because otherwise like people get hurt and like... Squirrels will die. Cause, but the squirrels also taunt him, and that's not a joke. Oh, no, he has, like, this war with the squirrels through the whole thing. It's Yo, amazing. Dogen is, is honestly best boy from the beginning, because yeah. you, you meet all the campers very yeah. fast, as fast as you... Um, I like how many campers there are with individual yeah. things. I love the kids playing the drums and the guitar, or mm-hmm. like, keyboard and drums. Uh, the band is great. The, what's, what's the old... There's a kid in there who's definitely my favorite, um, because he has a weird side storyline that most people miss, because they don't... Care the Russian kid or the Russian kid? It's the Russian saves? kid. Yeah, it's oh, the Russian right. kid and the other kid. Yeah, yeah. Because the Russian kid is like looking for he, bears. Yeah, he first off he wants to go wrestle a bear, which is hilarious. Like that's his whole thing. Uh, and he talks in the Russian accent. So he's like, I'm not gonna do it. There are some stereotypes and things that may not have aged super well. No, no but what I like is <laughs> I will say as you <laughs> talk about the Russian wrestling the bear doesn't don't care. It's amazing. Uh, he's. That's honestly my favorite character because besides the fact that he beats up the bullies for this other kid who's getting picked on, and you hate the bullies, they you, do a good job you, establishing the villain. You hate the you hate the bullies, uh, but like eventually uh, you find out that the Russian kid is also like becomes the bouncer for this other kid, and then the other kid becomes like you find out it's basically like a mob boss. Mm-hmm. And I love him. I love I love that whole dynamic. It's just a great. They're very charming. You're very charming. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting your thing. No, no. I mean, we'll talk about second house all day. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot I want to talk about, yeah. man. Honestly, because uh, specifically, this game gets. Um, I remember when we first talked about it. You're like, it's almost got like. Uh, man, me and you. I don't mm-hmm. think either of us really watched this, so mm-hmm. it doesn't say a lot. But like, codename kids next door, kind of feel to it. Pro- that's probably accurate based like, on what I know of codename kids next door. But not really, because this game is like. Uh, this game is like, <laughs> if I almost think this is how it was built. This game is, even for the time of whatever year this came out, 
I think it gets too dark for real young kids for something that's designed to look like it's for real young kids. Yeah. Like, it's like an easy platform. It's like yeah. not that hard a game. It's easy platformer. And it waits for you to have the patience to have gotten deep enough to drop shit like there's a part where you're inside um, this woman that used to be an actress that's kind of lost her mind. And you need her uh, statue. You need the award. You go inside her head. Crazy fucking putting on different plays and putting on different films and shit. There's a part where the lady running it is just like, because the theater's fucked. Inside her brain is just a theater. They've been trying to run the right thing, but like critics are tearing them apart. One big fat critic is tearing them apart. And it's to the point where it's like, they try one thing, it doesn't work, and she's just done with it. And just like so flippantly in a 100% comedy line, it's just like, oh, well, guess I'll go kill myself. And that would be, if that was by itself, then they handle suicide... Multiple times in this, yeah. like in a serious way with the actual actress, which is interesting. That joke happens inside. Well, what I what I like the there is brain. like they actually attempted, and it's obviously not one to one accurate, but but in that specific level, it it the woman that you're inside is a manic depressive. Um, she's who's, bipolar, whose mother I do think is a real part of the story. Mother killed herself. Yeah, in front of her. Yeah, by jumping off a balcony. During a play. Yeah. And, like, there's there's a lot of, like, weird backstory they introduce, but they always play it flat. And what it is, is you, in there, there's a there's a lamp that you change from sunny, or from, basically, you change the mood from sad to happy. And yeah. they will redo the same play th- through either a manic mode or a depressive mode. Uh, and, like, the depression ones, there's enemies on the ground and everything's always, like, I'm being abandoned, yada, yada. And you yeah, throw yeah. it in a manic mode, and then it's, oh, look how much everybody cares about me and all of this stuff. It's all sunshine and flowers. Yeah, everything's yeah. sunshine and flowers, and you kind of you kind of get this idea that, like, you are, like, figuring out the story of her, of basically her relationship with her mother and how screwed up it is. If you don't mind, can we go back a couple? Because there's one here that you didn't, that I thought you were. There's about more to worlds I want to talk about. But what do you think it is? What are you talking about? So you went inside the. There's a, a teacher, a female teacher, uh, uh, the the hippie female t- teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Austin Powers level, yes. essentially. Yeah, yeah. Did you find the secret area in there? Ooh, I'll probably never go back to it. So you gotta tell me at least. Wait, where? Around where is it? Uh, about halfway through the level, you'll take a jump that you probably didn't think you would make, float over, and then you end up in a secret room that's full of fire. No, dude. Whoa. Yeah, uh, it's full of fire, and you find out uh, she used to run an orphanage, and the orphanage burned down, and everyone inside died. Wow. And, uh, it, yeah, it's legitimately there just a, that. Was there a vault in that room? Y- yes. You hit the vault. Okay. You, have you to, got that memory. Yeah. You yeah. get that vault, and then you have to jump in a hole. Memories. Yeah, you have to jump in a hole, and then in there, like there's a bunch of flames dancing around, a bunch of children crying, like "Save us, save us!" And like you hear her going, "Like yeah, I, I can't save you. Like I can't get everybody up." And then like her only re- her only response to that, like it's totally out of context. They don't say anything about it, and, and the, although the character is, you shouldn't go in there. Like those, are, that's a place where bad memories are. Like that's it. It's all played Damn, straight. Dude, and then you go down there, it's like. Orphanage burns. Yeah, uh, yeah. They get really overly dark. Um, I love that game for sure. It's also, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's also janky. The, it's a game all about the human brain. So mm-hmm. I guess it's bound to be like some dark. It's just like the deeper you get, I'm like, this game really like, whoa. <laughs> At first, I'm like, maybe some of this didn't age well. I'm like, I just think it's like they just went that dark. No, they yeah. just went dark. Yeah. I mean, even moving forward, I mean, even the undertones of there's some things that haven't been talked about because I haven't beat it yet, Roger. Mm-hmm. But with uh. The main man who you first meet in one of his many roles around the campus is Ford. Uh, you don't know he's Ford, though. He, he, I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> the 
that's the thing about it. It's like, it's very obviously Ford. And then when he explains it later to you, even before he fully explains it, there's a part where he just double explained it. He's like, he's like something with his memory. So it's like, even when he's up, you know, when he's further away from whatever, his brain's not. Honestly, at the end of the day, it's like, no, we knew the whole time it was fucking you. Before you explained it, first or second, all these characters are you, looking like an old man, looking like Doc Brown. But uh, there's parts of... There's parts we that haven't even been touched on with me, and uh, where it's just like the villains, you know what I mean, and like how obvious certain parts of it might have been before, and certain things that might be obvious to me that still haven't been talked about. Can it's, you can you at least give me an idea of what you're talking about? Okay, I'm talking about it, like uh, the main villain looking like Ford. Oh, you know what I mean, the whole time, and it being like a thing, but they haven't really like. It's not like even Rasputin has acknowledged that it kind of seems like... and The main of, villain looking like Ford. Or not, or seeming like Ford. And this is yeah. why, this is, and now that you've reacted this way, I think it's the other thing. There's always two things in my head where I'm like, either this is secretly, like how Oleander's evil, it's like how the doctor, the evil doctor was actually part of Ford's brain or some shit like that. But honestly, what I think it is, is the exact same voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> like the old man voice, and he's he really is doing the voices for both of them. It's like, damn, it's not the same guy. Because there's, there's a lot of that in this where it's like, ooh, it's like, you know. I super wonder if that's true now. Oh, if Ford and the Doctor, if that's part of his brain. No. Right? Ooh, this establishes that it's not something defined at the end of the game, but I don't know. Maybe it's the same voice actor, probably. No, that's what I'm wondering if it is the same, because that would be an interesting. Oh. Never mind. Just because, you know. Yeah. Anyways, moving on from that, one thing, <laughs> one last thing I did want to talk about, multiple worlds I haven't talked about, but uh, because you had hinted at it, if anyone has listened on this podcast to Roger and me talk about Psychonauts in the past, maybe you listened to a gauntlet where he asked this question, but the milkman. I gotta tell you, Roger... Is his milk delicious? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, 100% of the podcast right now, his milk is delicious, yeah. 100%. Uh, I, <laughs> Have you played this? Please tell me you played up to this point. No, no. I'm so sad. So, okay. No, this is all I want to say. Cartier I'm playing, Cartier, I'm playing this fucking game that this guy's told me about. He's like, there's an infamous scene where it's like, I'm the milkman, and my milk is delicious? Is that uh, the full line? Yeah, well, yeah, it's I am His the milkman. His rising line. My, him, yes, yeah, yes. it's I am the milkman, my milk is delicious. Yes. Or something to that effect. So I was waiting for it, and I'm about... This game ain't long. It was 10, 15 hours? What do you think it is? Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not. I'm like, eight or nine hours in this fucking game, Cartier. Not only has there been no milkman, I'm like, there's no sign of a milkman. <laughs> I don't... Fu- so, I'm climbing up this tower, or whatever. I'm climbing up to this area, and it's like, you find the asylum, which is, ends up... I didn't realize, like, oh, this is the next big fucking chunk of this yeah. game. Because you're going inside brains, and four people's brains are right in front of you. And you kind of pick your own order, I think. I don't know, I did that. You, you do, but I believe you've done the fish by this point. Yes. This yeah, is right fish. at Purse Fish. I talked about the, the fish level where you're like a kaiju in a city full of... Uh, Little fish. Fish people. Uh, I, that's like the last thing I talked about in Psychonauts. So yeah, that whole that whole thing, I actually loved the... the, the is, is, that a, is that a spoiler for creature. a villain? <laughs> what? That level. Is that a spoiler for a villain? What do you mean? Because prior the, do you remember who the who the end boss is for for the fish level? Is it a spoiler for a villain? No, I don't. I, I'm blanking. 
Uh, oh, you is fight, it the other kaiju? Yeah, no, you fight, uh, yeah, you fight uh, a... Oh, Oleander. A, yeah. There yeah. you go. I was going to say it if you weren't going to say it. But yeah, so you fight Coach Oleander, who is like, ends up being one of the last bosses of this game. I think that uh, in, the mo- in the way I put... But no. he's not depicted as the villain, and you don't find out who the villain is. That's why for like, like another like three three levels, but it's so obviously the one character because there's all, they're all shaped differently. They, te- they te- <laughs> I think they telegraph a few yeah. things like that yeah. too, hundred uh, percent. It's uh, like your silhouettes are giving you away, game. Uh, sorry, I get no. I get up to the front gate of the asylum and there's a guy, mm-hmm. and I'm loving it because there's a guy mm-hmm. who's like, I think it's one of the first times in this game. There's definitely people with dialogue and multiple lines of dialogue when, Boyd you're, when you're out of it. His name is Boyd, and. Uh, you talk to him, and it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> he's kind of off his rocker a little bit. And then he talks when he's not talking to you. A lot. A lot of dialogue. If yeah. you sit and listen to Boyd. And it's like, what the fuck? I'm like, am I supposed to be taking this in? I think that, for the most part, no. But little bits, I'm sure there's like maybe something that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a hint that's going to help you. But I think there's an interesting piece of information in there. But us and that man for a long time before I talked to him the second time. And they actually want you to talk to him multiple times before he's like, I can't let you in. I don't have the key. Only the milkman has the key. Only the fucking milkman. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. <laughs> this is after I've listened to this man ramble for a long time, too. I'm like, this is the milkman? And I think that there's honestly one stupid, simple gimmick that makes me love the milkman's world more than any of them. For the record, the world's name is the milkman conspiracy. <laughs> you leave a house that is... The Milkman's? No, not the, I'm sorry. It's Boyd's. It's right? Boyd's. It's Boyd's. You leave uh, Boyd's house, and everything is surveillance. <laughs> like, there are surveillance cars. There are people looking at you through trash cans. There's little cameras that are popping up and then popping down and then popping up as you walk through. And all the NPCs were, are federal government agents disguised. Think of Spy vs. Spy from Mad TV. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Uh, think of that trench coat wearing man. And this is what I love. Uh, there's things that are taped off. And it's like, the only people allowed here are plumbers. No, the first one's going to be real. Only people fixing the road are allowed through here. So... I think you have to get a hard hat or a stop sign. Stop sign. You have to get a stop sign, and then you look like someone fixing the road. And the dialogue, for anyone doing any job, but specifically, it's like, I am fixing the road. Fixing the road is my job. And they'd say other things mm-hmm. in that exact monotone, like, yeah. flat delivery. Holy shit, Cartier, for every job, I... It's one of those things where it's like, I'm loving this stupid gimmick, right. but I'm like, hoping Olivia, <laughs> or like, if a neighbor can hear this repeated dialogue, isn't annoyed. Uh, first off, the construction workers, I forget exactly what they said, yeah. I don't want to butcher it, but them being like, trying to like, what's it called, uh, when you're hollering at women as a construction worker? Cat calling? Cat calling. <laughs> They're cat, cat calls. <laughs> Just fucking very flat. Uh, also, when you walk into any of these areas with your little sign, or whatever item you have to distract that you are part of this, uh, the main character comes up with a one-line voice word and it's like, hello, fellow construction workers. Yep, yep, and yep. it's stupid. And it's charming, and I love it. Or it's like, uh, <laughs> oh man, when you finally... There's a few where it's like there's only like one other guy with that job. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the gardener, so good, or whatever. He's I like, think it's uh, the gardener. I think there's somebody inside a house like rolling... Rolling dough, yeah. Yeah. Secrets, I got that too. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you had to get that. Maybe you did. I don't think you but had to. But it's like, that is a nice watering can. I would like to know how much that cost. 
mm-hmm. shit like that, or like know where you got that. I mean, it's like little things where it's like everyone's so just fake federal agent saying this shit, but it's like a whole world created of this, and I loved it. It's like, uh, oh my god, it's inside the brain of conspiracy theorists, where everybody is watching you at all times. It's like I fix the <laughs> telephone lines, and yeah, uh, and and so tell me what. Uh, I think there's one part of this level that you've forgotten that turns out to be a big part of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is the villains of this level? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do we call them villains? They were, I, protect, they were protecting the milkman, were they not? Yeah, they were, they were, they were protecting the milkman so that he may unleash Rise his... Rise again. Yeah, and unleash his, his white fury over everyone. So his um, milk is delicious is interesting because the milk he delivers, Cartier... This is the real spoiler... Are just Molotov cocktails. So he's an arsonist <laughs> more than a milkman. Um, but but who's the villain? It's the Girl Scout. Yes, it's the little Girl Scout. I feel what they're called. They're like sprouts. Yeah, water sprouts or yeah, Girl Scout because milk and cookies. All right, because milk and cookies. Didn't put that together. You know, you're giving that to me right now. <laughs> I'm like, so Whoa. sad. I knew you didn't get it. <laughs> milk when I said. and cookies. Yes, boy, yes. Oh boy. I also loved walking into a, an area with the wrong item. I don't think you even lost any health or anything. No. But just like, no matter what, like there's like, where's the milkman? Who is the milkman? What do you have to do with the milkman? Mm. And but like, not the same thing every time. No. Like a bunch of different questions about the milkman they have for you, none right. of which you yeah. have answers for because you don't know who the fuck the milkman is the whole time. And when you stumble up across the Girl Scouts, which is the only NPC you've seen in this world that is not. A fucking... FBI agent. FBI agent, yeah. Uh, and she doesn't want to talk to you. Especially about the milkman. You're in there, you're walking up to people asking blatant questions like, what the, who the fuck is a the milkman? They're like, we don't talk about the milkman. So yeah, when you finally bust in, and they're fucking raising, it's just crazy. I don't know, overall Psychonauts. But seriously, Roger, what a good game. There's one more level you have to talk about. Okay, go ahead and tell me what it is. Uh... You gotta talk about you gotta talk about the Napoleon level. Yeah, so there's a man named if I had wrote this game and whoever wrote the sequels to like Santa Claus. You know when you just bullshit a name? Like there was a time mm-hmm. when we were in a Hiller's parking lot cartier, I'm like fucking what is it? what am I fucking Jim Hilla? I was naming a name, it's like Tom Johnson. But we knew his last name was Hiller, and then that's the name that man that owned Hiller's, Jim Hiller. Fred Bonaparte is a distant relative to Napoleon Bonaparte. That's why I'm saying it's just like fucking I don't know, Fred. What do we name this guy? <laughs> Bob Bonaparte. Some fucking shit. It's not double fines getting it done. Uh, Fred Bonaparte is <coughs> Well, he's been he's been canoodled a little bit. He's been he's been mind fucked a little bit, but I will say overall, truly, he is uh, trapped in a struggle in his mind between what he wants to do and what Napoleon wants to do. The Napoleon part of his brain, deep ancestry, has been awakened from losing too many board games in a row and maybe not caring about losing board games. How can he not care about losing? He's a Bonaparte, you know what I mean? So See, that's the, that's the thing. He does care. That's why he, has, that's why he broke. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He For does sure. care. Without yeah. getting into it, yeah, I don't want to like, totally break. We've talked oh, about every spoiler enough. possible, but still, yeah. like... The meat and potatoes of this is that they are playing a game in his head, a board game, essentially, between Napoleon and Fred, that you can shrink down and be a part of, and then shrink down even more and be a part of. And it's like, you're unlocking these pieces. It's overall simple, but you're, like, moving. You knew I'd love it. Anything. Oh, my God. Anything. Oh, my God. 
any... Roger, stop what I was saying right now. <laughs> where are you going I, with I, this? I, th- I thought about a few things just now. I'm like, oh, there's more to this game. I just want to take this time. I know I've been talking for a long time, Cartier. I want to take this time to thank you, Roger. Because there are a lot of things that I would obviously love. You told me about the board game thing. Yeah. There's a lot of things I'd obviously love that you didn't tell me were in this. First off, props. Normally when you love wrestling, people yeah. tell you any wrestling thing that pops up. Like, Do you know it was a wrestling thing? I'm like, yes, I've seen that episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch where Billy Gunn is in the... I've seen it, all right? Sorry. There's wrestling. <laughs> there's not just wrestling. There's four bosses in the artist level, and they're all fucking wrestlers with different animal masks. Cartier. Don't lose your wrestlers. And you did, and obviously it would have been weird to tell me, but it's not like I never. I definitely, in front of you, have brought up my love of turtles. Yeah. You'd be like, "Wow, there is a Dan. You need to finish Psychonauts. There's a great turtle." Uh, also, did you notice? Uh, it's did, a great turtle. Did you notice who plays uh, the old lady? Give the me actress? a hint. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you a hint. It's the same voice as Bubbles from the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, which is uh, no, that's not Bart. Uh, Bubbles. No, I don't know who is, is it. Bubbles. Terra Ter- Strong or whatever. I think he might. I think oh, I don't know that name. Yeah, dead, yeah. dead on. Actually, <laughs> uh, that's a fucking amazing. Bubbles voice actor. I didn't no. know the answer to that she until you said it. Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but it's literally the same voice as Bubbles. So good. Like one to one, it's the same. She's so using true. the same voice, uh, and I love it because she's the turtle. And uh, there's a secret ending to this game, Dan, but I'm not going to tell you. Oh, so not the old lady, the... Oh! No, the old lady with the turtle. First off, uh, I can't believe you're not going to credit this lady's name. There is a lady version of Igor, lab assistant, who loves the turtle. Her name? It's been a long game, they're phoning it in, is Shigor. I don't even think it's phoning it in. <laughs> I actually want to give full I'm credit. I'm saying, they're not phoning it in, it's I, brilliant, I, sir. I want to give full credit to Shigor, that's a good, yeah. it's well thought out. Uh, and she's lovable, and she loves that turtle. Uh, Name of the turtle? Do you remember? It's Mr. Uh, Mr. Pop. Oh, crap. Pickle. No, I think it's something long. It's like Mr. Papadopoulos or something like that. So all we know about Shigor in the beginning is that she loves this turtle, and the evil guy is like, "Bring me more brains." She's like, "I'm trying." He's like, "Work harder." Roast the turtle. Starts roasting the turtle. He's like, "Do you want turtle soup?" That's villain shit. Cartier, you want to talk about how to get heat with me? Threaten or hurt the turtle. 100%. It worked. Psychonauts 10 out of 10. Now I remember the turtle part. <laughs> really great, though, honestly. I don't know what that game actually received review-wise, but anything lower than, like, uh, an 8.3 is a travesty. Can, can I tell you the true travesty of Psychonauts? Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that that is not a 10 game, and I understand that. Is it, it an 8.3? It's probably it's probably got, like, an 8 or something like that. That game sold, like, hot shit. I know. Like, I think it sold 200,000 copies the first yeah. time. It, like, almost bankrupted the company and was, like, that was almost the end. Uh, which sucks, because... I like... I it, 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 it was... For a platformer, it's solid. It's no Mario. It's no Mario. But it is really solid, and, and people shouldn't hate that game. Yeah. It was, it was brilliant. Well played. Thank you, Psychonauts. Yeah. First ever time I've truly clapped... In this weekend gaming. Have you been playing anything else, Dan? <laughs> About it? No, you know what else I've played? Do you know this game? When I say the words Dragon's Crown. I have heard of it. Mm. Beat em up. Me and Olivia started playing. Yeah. I think I told uh, off the air. That's here. the one with the hyper exaggerated designs, right? Whoa. Yep. You found the most politically correct way to say it. Thanks for getting out of the way for You're me. You're welcome. <laughs> Me and Olivia are both just like, yeah, it was good though. Yeah. <laughs> 
It was but no. We talked about it last last week before we. Uh, yeah, no, we've not talked the about it. Yeah, not on the podcast. Just like talking about video games, but no, because um, Dan was like trying to figure out a good way to like <laughs> use that word without like saying that word. So I looked it up, and the first thing I see is like the witch, and I'm just like, for sure, I understand exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because it's not just like it's not just the designs, but like the witches run. Yeah, her dash is like unlike other people's dashes. It's like. This is like I'm struggling and putting my chest out, hands to the side. It's just not. It's just part of it. You're like, okay, uh, but at the end of the day, it's a beat 'em up with RPG mechanics, yeah. and we can each have our own character and upgrade it. Yeah, and there's loot drops. No, it's. I, I hear Dragon Quest is a really good game. Oh man, I'm like, yeah, it's, and I think it would be more heralded without some of the exaggerations. I will, if if I can make one defense of that game, and I want to make the statement that that I don't necessarily believe this is true, but I want to make this argument. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try. Every design in that game is definitely over-exaggerated. Which isn't really an excuse for the tits, not, but... Not... Mm. But, like, it is, like... Pull up a picture of the elf. Because <laughs> the elf is what I'm playing as, it's the archer, and, uh, just a normal elf. <laughs> Dragon's crown elf. I... You might totally prove me wrong here. Uh, According to Prima Games, no. the elf in Dragon's Crown is a master archer who fights at close range if necessary, but prefers to put distance between herself and her opponents. I love when we've been struggling for a long time, and then I remember to back up and charge a uh, <laughs> charge one more uh, arrow and shoot it. And we, if it, if it feels like it's even close to that's when we won. Okay, like, you know what? Argument totally disproven. I was wrong. <laughs> it's really, I tried. Now, now I knew it wasn't going to work. But now to counter that, uh, I want you to look up the um, who runs the shop. Just get, who runs the magic shop? Dragon's Crown Pro. I remember, but she's not a playable character. I don't think. But what she is is the saltiest, <laughs> least appropriate. Least close. So Olivia picked the Amazon, which is also a very uh, exaggerated. If anything, the th- most exaggerating thing on her—not that she doesn't have also large breasts—the abs on the Amazon distract mm. us in the loading screen. It's like, what is? Happening? To be you know, to be fair, I don't think I've ever actually seen like a f- picture of this game in game, <laughs> and I was not prepared for how exaggerated. That said. Wow. Yo, the beat em up with RPG mechanics has got me. To be fair, there's <laughs> also some things here where I'm like, I'm counting abs on people, and there's like 14 abs, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay. Uh, that's a lot of abs. Like, I don't know what that is, but yeah, looking at the Magic Shop picture right abstract. now, that's probably not. Yeah, abstract. I love abstract. it. That's a legitimately good pun. You should be proud of that. <laughs> um, they call me daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really, uh, I've really enjoyed our time with it so far. Yeah. Um, it's just good. I was looking. I'm like, man, I don't know if co-op games is one is the reason I bought. I bought that on my birthday at a re- resale shop. Support mm-hmm. your local resale shop. Reggie Fizeme actually just joined um, the board of directors on a local resale shop. I hope he does. So as good as he can do on that. So I don't know if we can have this conversation. Because when we have this conversation uh, about Reggie or about Dragon's Crown, uh, we don't we'll wait. Because you know, if, no, if it's wait. about the exaggerations, we should... No. Because otherwise I'm done. No, not okay. the exaggerations. This Week in Gaming. We can have a conversation you want. Okay. Uh, is there? Is it even possible to save, game, to save GameStop? Is it even possible? I'm talking... I'm talking 
perfect world situation. Like, GameStop does everything right for the next year. Mm -hmm. Can GameStop fundamentally survive? Can I... Can I bring something up that actually mm-hmm. uh, a brilliant woman I know named Olivia actually mm-hmm. said this to me. And I was like, what an interesting take. Mm-hmm. So three people have just joined the board of directors for GameStop. Now mm-hmm. it sounds like we plan to talk about this. Ooh, mm-hmm. how official. Uh, the three people have joined, former president of Walmart, uh, Reggie fils former president of Nintendo of America, and then current president of PetSmart. Can I mention PetSmart? survives somehow in a world where a lot of people are buying pet supplies online, and they do that by price matching. So, in a world where everything is now being bought digitally, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people are buying that shit online just because it's, you know, generally mm-hmm. cheaper, especially if they weren't price matching, it would be 100% cheaper and you wouldn't survive. Somehow, something like PetSmart has survived. Is, is a motherfucker like that coming on board more of a positive light than we're giving reference to? Is that, like, actually give it a shot? Not saying that the, something like Price Match is exactly going to happen, but think about that for a second. Think about if Sony was fucking GameStop out of money with their flash sales. No, think about if when things went from 60 to 40, like, and GameStop doesn't show that, and you're mm-hmm. like, it's actually 40 on this right now. They're like, oh, okay, good. We'll do it for 40. Is something like that even going to be able to help See, GameStop? See, the thing is, even if they did that, which, for the record, I don't think they can... Because I think they buy those games at a price. Like right, I mean, right. you know, they can't just match prices. Not with digital. Not with flash not with sales. On. Yeah, like yes. you can't do that. But yeah. even if you could, I don't think that would save it. Yeah, I'm at a point now where like I legitimately. The only the only way forward I can see for GameStop is be, and, and to be fair, this I, I do want to say that this is not my idea. GameStop is already trying this, and when I heard about it, I was like, this is an interesting concept. Okay. It's certainly not going to keep your entire company afloat, but I think this would work. Which is, what they're doing is they're testing in certain stores, basically turning the store into what everybody like now assumes is like a D&D store. Like, if you've ever gone into like a, a place that sells like minis... Or something like that. And mm. there's like normally like a couple tables and like eight people in there. There might be a couch and a TV. And like what their GameStop is trying is basically, oh, that's what we're gonna turn a store into. There's gonna be a couch, there's gonna be called TVs, where some fucking games where people a place can come to play in. Games. Yeah, play people where place where people come and just fucking play games with each other, you know, and just do shit. And then we're also gonna sell the video games there and stuff. And I think that model could work in certain cities. Yeah. Right? Definitely. It's not gonna work out, out here. Uh, and like in Detroit, I wouldn't expect uh, I wouldn't expect it to be a big hit either. I think, I think like I think in the suburbs of Metro Detroit, I think there's I think there's actually like some weight to that too. Well, this is the thing. I think that could work, but I think you're still losing like ninety percent of your stores. Yeah. Like no matter what, and you know, is that I don't know if they if GameStop will accept that as a viable path forward. I think they need to immediately start downsizing in a way that even GameStop is not currently downsizing, which is a lot. But like. I don't, I don't honestly think that there's a lot of, I, I just, I I wonder why any of those people would take this position. And I know like the first thing is like money, but I'm like, are you telling me you couldn't have made just as money at a company that was probably going to be okay? Mm. Where I just don't see this as a way forward. Like I don't, I don't think when I'm talking about shrinking, like you're talking about like ninety five percent of your stock is gone and you have to be like there might be ten game stops left on the planet. And I don't think that that's gonna be a scenario that they're gonna be okay with. And I, I just I just don't know how that's gonna go. That'd be insane when there was a place in 
back when I lived in Novi. There was a place in Novi where it's like, there was technically, because there was one in the mall over there in Novi at one point. Uh, there's one on one side of the street, one on the other side of the street. Yep. Two game subs. So to go down to something like 10 in the country or even 10 in the state mm. would blow my mind. But so, obviously, not blow my mind because it's, it's definitely coming. Okay, question. Question. Ignore GameStop as it is right now. There's a store. We'll say it's close. We'll say it's within a mile of here. Right? And what it is is they sell video games... But they also have just a a common room with fucking couches and fucking every system hooked up to a TV. Uh, and you can just go in there and fucking play video games with people who just happen to be around. Are you ever taking a trip to that store? And if you do, are you ever buying anything while you're in there? Hmm. I'd say it depends on what prices they have. Because, like, right now, GameStop's running on that bullshit where, like, <laughs> I can go to Walmart and get the Paw Patrol video game for $20. Mm. But if I go in there to get a used copy, they have it marked up at forty nine ninety nine. Mm. We're going to assume that they're they're running the same prices as your local Walmart is. Mm. and But it charges nothing to come in to play video games. I mean, no, I have a four-year-old. <laughs> Fair enough. I just want to know what night on Tuesday we're playing Magic. In the common room. Hmm? Tuesday Night Magic in the common room. Local GameStop. Coming to you. I you know what, it's a, it's a GameStop. If they ran it loose, I think they'd allow it. Right, me too. I'm like if, you'd have if, to if probably set it up, but it, they'd probably allow I, it. I do think it'd be better if they became more of like a lounge, though. Hmm? Like instead of make it like corporate GameStop, make it like the GameStop. Go. Rebrand it the GameStop. <laughs> Ooh, and, uh, that's that's the kind of big brain Reggie thinking we need. <laughs> The you didn't see it, folks, but I winked and pointed. <laughs> I think it's my a good idea. Reggie. My body is Reggie. <laughs> oh, my God. Everyone, yes. Sorry for the clap pop. No, bang. no, no. Uh, so good. Cartier, I'll never have it ready in time. Uh, but, yeah, no. Uh, That's the kind of big ring. Somebody needs to make a t-shirt with that on it and just ship it to Reggie. There probably is many t-shirts of my body is Reggie. Yeah, what we'll co- Google. My body is ready. Dang it, phone, stop that. <laughs> Did someone already think of it? We'll figure this out no. next week on the It was all porn for the right re- now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, but yeah. I guess before we close... Wait, Cartier, I was going to ask you, because I kind of stole the answer. Do you think... Uh, do you foresee a future, whether it be that or something else, where GameStop can be saved? Mm. Or do you think it's ticking clocks? Because one thing I heard Bo- Kyle Bossman of the Easy Allies mention this week... No longer of the Easy Allies. That six years ago, when he was of Kyle Bossman of Game Trailers, they were also talking about GameStop on its last legs. And six years... Is a mighty long time. The difference is, it, ha- is it has been a slow death. Like- um, no, I still think I. I think there will be. I don't know if it will technically be GameStop, but there's. I feel like there will always be like one place that like specializes in like video games. In on more than a mom and pop level, like as a chain. Yeah. Like if GameStop ceases, do you think? Is something else will do? Is it? the world a better place if GameStop is gone and it is only mom and pop shops? Um, will we get a resurgence of mom and pop shops if yep. games if GameStop closes? I don't think we will. It's and ha- I think it will be a worse place. It's hard because right now Fair. it's it's my preference to go like it, mm-hmm. of the last games I've bought, but 
mom pop shops generally not selling brand new things. You know what I mean? Generally resale. But sometimes. I guess I guess the one I go to isn't necessarily specialized in... I guess it's the thing. In the hypothetical... I, I have a belief, and maybe you can correct me and tell me I'm wrong. I have a belief that there is a place for a place like GameStop. Mm-hmm. I will also fully admit that I think there are too many GameStops right now for the market. Yeah. But if all GameStops close... If I, lived, if I lived in a magical world where I had a bunch of money to blow, I would start a mom-and-pop video game shop the day I found out that all GameStops are closing. Yeah. Because I do... Listen, I don't think you can have one in one or two in every city like there is right now. But, like... or I'm not even talking city, it's like suburbs. Like, there are two in my county. It's mm. actually a lot more than that in our county. But you get my point. There's a lot yeah. of game stops. Yeah. I think if there was one every, like, 20 or 30 miles, I think that's sustainable. I do think there's enough people who like physical games where you can do it. I just think that, unfortunately, GameStop has oversaturated the market. And they have too many crappy practices that scares anybody from wanting to go. I yeah, know, they need bit better business practices. Yeah. Like, that's what that board needs to do is, like, they would, like they need to they need to switch shit up or they're going to die. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I just think that there's too much negativity built up around GameStop in general. That I don't know anybody who hasn't had at least one negative GameStop experience. Just, uh, like, not, I love GameStop. Yeah. I love going into GameStop. But, man, there's times I've left GameStop pissed. Uh, if only, like, GameStop's, like, original, like, idea worked and just, like, they could survive off of Funko Pops. Funko Pops. Because, like, they're trying. They're, they're fucking trying. I don't, I don't know if it's true. I'm not going to go into that. It's such a bad rumor. Okay. Uh, but... See, I, I, I was at a game, GameStop day. I uh, pre-ordered uh, Animal Crossing today. But I did hear them say one thing that I do think is a topic of interest. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, someone was walking in and they wanted one of those uh, ring fits for yeah. the Switch. Yes. And um, apparently, like, right now what is in the U.S. is, like, what is in the U.S. of the ring Switch because they shut down that whole... Um, to shut down the whole plant that was making them because of the whole like Corona bullshit. Yeah, oh, and just like a lot of like that's what's happening with like a lot of like Nintendo products is like because they're not shipping stuff over now. Like, can I can I tell you my most evil fucking plan? You're gonna buy a million copies of Animal Crossing and sell them for eighty dollars. No, but very similar vein. Nice. And I've come to this conclusion, and and you know what? I'm probably gonna lose you one subscriber here, and I'm sorry. Dang. <laughs> Come back, Ma. Yeah. <laughs> that guy from Sweden's like, you know what? Fuck this guy. He's like, yeah. I couldn't understand them anyways. I am <laughs> every time it has happened, I have said no. I'm not doing it. Not this time. Not this time. <laughs> game informer? No. Twelve months of game informer. Yeah, first off. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know the bad thing is I buy the twelve months of game and four refresh for ten dollars they charge. I, was, I, I get it. I was sad when mine and expired. And get sent to it. I'm pretty sure they've been every time they've been sent to an address I haven't lived at. Dude, so there's some funny. like old couple who's been living in it. <laughs> like, oh, Fallout seventy six. What's up with that? That's how you know it's been over a year since you went into an actual yeah. GameStop. You're like, oh, I guess I don't get those anymore. Yeah, uh, but no. Uh, when these next systems are announced, whenever that may be. So let me two 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 quick questions. One, betting right now, what is more likely? A, hmm. we get two new the two new systems come out this year, or B, Metroid Prime Four comes out this year. <laughs> oh, which is more likely? Which is more likely? Both of the consoles. Yeah, 
Xbox and PlayStation both launched this year. <laughs> I gotta say, consoles before yeah. Metroid Prime Four, and consoles I'm and I'm very Metroid. I'm really thinking that consoles of Bayonetta. Consoles of Bayonetta. Uh, Bayonetta. I still say consoles. Getting juicy. All right. <laughs> Also, my catchphrase. Well, because like <laughs> dude, no, the, the, the way that shit is, like right now, like right now, the way that shit is, like I don't see anything coming out. This they're is they're canceling movies. <sighs> they're canceling movies. My heart, the can new take mutants it. ain't coming out until fucking they're, people can go outside. So this is this is this is my hope though. Movies are different. Movies are different. I understand canceling movies. Because you want to know what? You have to go to a movie theater to see those. Or you release them on DVD to see them at home and people are like, you know, they want their movie theater money. Games you can just download. So, uh, here's here's my some hope. Some people can. You're, some people don't download games. You're absolutely right. But I, I this is my question though. Or not even question, my statement of why I'm an evil person. Because I'm going to be buying one of each of those consoles. Day one. Really? Yep. And I will be selling whatever one is more expensive on eBay the week after. Uh, which... No, you won't. You'll pick your favorite. No. Eh, no, because here's the thing. I have a full belief. You should, buy, you should buy two of each. You know, this is the problem. I have a full belief. with with I, And I'm so up my own butt with this with this statement that I it's fine. But, like, one of those consoles is going to be on eBay for, like, $2,000. Sure. Like, yeah. like... There's going to be... There's a supply shortage. We already know they're having problems getting components. We don't know if this is going to actually affect initial release or not. Yeah. There's a lot of rumors going around that even if they do launch this year, they're not going to have a ton. So day one, I'm pre-ordering both of them. And the fact of the matter is, is if I go online and one of those things that I've just bought for however much money, whether it be $300, $400, $500, $600, is on, on freaking eBay for two grand. Dan, as much as I love my PlayStation, I will surely sell it for two thousand dollars and wait six months. Yeah, like, get another one, yeah, yeah, like sure. What? That's what I'm saying. And you know what? Every time it's happened, when the Wii came out, I told myself there's gonna be a shortage. Just buy one. Just pre-order one now. Dude, Just do it. Switch. It happened with everything. It happened with Wii. It happened with Switch. It happened with the. It happened with the PS3, and that was eight hundred fucking bucks. <laughs> like the SNES Mini. Like that's the thing. It happens yeah. with everything, and every time I go, no, Roger. Just just take your thing. You don't need to. It, it's not real. Don't take the gamble. You know what? I'm taking the freaking gamble. Be happy you didn't take the gamble with the um, PlayStation 1 Classic bullshit. Oh, I wasn't going <laughs> to. You know what? Even that sold out, though, didn't it? I don't, I don't know. That's I think true. there's still some at Meyer. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. But that's different. That That is a gamble. <laughs> yeah. All right? It's, I'm yeah. not doing it on Ouya. All right? Like, I'm not. I almost said Ouya a few minutes ago. <laughs> I'm not game with but I'm saying that like that's that's realistic. I don't So, another question. What's more likely to happen? Hmm. If it does get delayed. All right. So, let's say tomorrow we hear both Xbox and PlayStation 5. Likely not to make this year. Likely not saying. to make this yeah. year expected March 2021, right? That's the headline. Oh, mama! All right, uh, <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> we had to take Roger to the hospital, but he's back now. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's that's the headline. Um, do we get the cross-gen versions of those games coming out at roughly the correct time, or so? What I'm saying is, let's say let's say there was supposed to be a PS5 version of. Well, not once again. This isn't coming out at launch, but I'm saying anyway. Horizon Two, okay, right? There's a PS4 version of that game. 
that was going to release at the same time. It was going to be a cross-gen game. Okay. Right? Does that PlayStation 4 version come out still in December and then come out with PlayStation 5 at 2020? Or do they push all of the things, all of their original launch games back? If their launch games were cross-gen, are they still releasing? Or are they pushing those also back to the release of the console if they delay the console? And if they do that, where they're pushing it back all the way to the delay of the console, are we going to end up with, as I said, possibly a year of no video games coming out? Yeah. Like, is that is that realistic? And if that's realistic, does that crash the video game industry? Like, I don't know too many companies that can go a full year without making anything. I mean, they would... Uh, EA would be fine. Like, they would survive. But, like, you, I mean, you're killing off... You're killing off a lot of games. Especially right now, if you're an indie company who's working on a game that you're expecting to put on the PlayStation 5, like, you're getting a percentage of what you're making cut. Just because it's not coming out then, you know? Yeah. And, and the other question is, I know, like, big companies, uh, you know, PlayStation... I know, like, PlayStation and Xbox, and actually Nintendo is well-known for this, they have spaces where they go, we have a game coming out in March, and then we have a game coming out in January. No, just keep talking. Uh, and then we have a game coming out in, uh, uh, you know, whenever it may be. They're on a schedule, and when one game gets pushed back, they try to slot one in there. Uh, or vice versa, they try to push the rest of their schedule back. Yeah. Does... All of a sudden, are we ending up with the Xbox and PlayStation actually launching with like eight to ten games, or I, or are they pushing back their entire schedule now? I think things. I think like everything will get pushed because, like, as of where it is right now, like international borders are like being shut down. Like it is fucked. <sighs> yeah, I say my gut. I does. hate when you're right. <laughs> you're really right, and it really sucks. Yeah, yeah. There's a few questions there. I will say my gut does tell me in general everything will be pushed back just because it feels like mm -hmm. everything's about to be pushed back. I think that anything that was going to be cross-gen and will now have an earlier PS4 date, especially like Sony, going to play it like real close to the chest and not knowing how long this delay truly will be for a while, maybe, maybe it's like we're going to see like way less but something new or something we're going to... Let me give you a great example. Overall, Call of Duty. yeah. Call of Duty coming out, you know, coming out on the PlayStation 4 on time? Yes. If it was supposed to be launching with the PlayStation 5? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Call of Duty's on Xbox 2, am I crazy? Do they already have those discs printed? Like, are they already going to have the PlayStation 5 disc printed with no system? Like, we're... I feel like we're getting awfully close now to where... No... I mean... In... in some people are going to step in and be like, oh, they would have known already... Bullshit. Microsoft, two weeks ago, just gave the 2020 date again. Like, if a decision is being made, it's going to be made quickly. Yeah. And yeah. suddenly. And nobody's going to have time to prepare. And I'm like, I don't know how that... I don't know how that's going to affect things. The other thing, the other big rumor that's coming out is that the price is going to get jacked super high up because of component issues. They're still going to release, but they're going to release it like $100 more expensive. Mm. Is that acceptable? Hundred dollars more expensive than what? We'll say it's supposed to be five ninety nine. So both systems come out six hundred ninety nine US dollars. Is that acceptable? I mean, to me personally, I will not pay seven hundred dollars. And I have the pro, yeah. so I'm like, sometimes I, I know I will not pay seven hundred dollars. But I'm already gonna wait anyways. Mm -hmm. Wow, that really convinces me to fucking just play Cyberpunk a little longer. <laughs> Well, maybe not, because, they're, oh, they're fucking with our cyberpunk fill time. Yeah, the cyberpunk. They, if they the push cyberpunk back the console, back. I can't play cyberpunk forever. Also, does cyberpunk come out this year? 
Yeah. No. No? Nope. I'm also on no. Oh man. I think it's a I think it's a yes. I think the two things I think a lot of things aren't coming out this year that were supposed to come out this year. I think it's weird to hear a story about Crunch in the middle of Corona. <laughs> <laughs> and I've only heard it about Naughty Dog and fucking CD Projekt Red. Mm-hmm. CD Projekt Red already of which has uh, alleged, I'll say, but I don't fucking know. Uh, but CD Projekt Red already had that shit with past games, right? They've already had maybe that kind of Crunch culture yeah. uh, reputation. The 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 two big ones are basically, or three big ones are Rockstar is known for Crunch... Uh, CD Projekt Red's known for Crunch and uh, uh, Naughty Dog. Right? Naughty Dog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and actually, from what I've read recently, Naughty Dog's actually semi-infamous. Like yeah, it's a well-known the- thing that not only do they crunch, they crunch hard. Uh, so with that being said, I'm only certain those two games come out this year. <laughs> <laughs> that and before the podcast, you mentioned that uh, not Cuphead, but Silk Song. Is only three people, so hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just hoping that that, yeah. Team Cherry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They can get through it because they only have three people to work after, and I'm assuming that most of them are already working at home. Although if one gets, (laughs) oh no, it's delayed. It's delayed years. Oh man. Uh, Dang. Well, I think that about wraps it up. The old Cartier. Anything? Anything? uh, Anything you like to add about uh, cherries? Team Cherries. I mean, Anything about fruit, <laughs> delicious fruit, uh, washing our hands, living our lives. Uh, I do think that before we end, we should hit the plugs. Cartier, would you like to hit the plugs? It's uh, my catchphrase. Yeah, no, sure I will. Um, <laughs> let's see, where do we start? Um, if you're listening to the podcast on any of our... You can listen, pretty much, if you're listening to the podcast right now, you know how to find us. If not, you can find us on Spotify, Google Play Store, iTunes, and it's not actually iTunes, it's actually Apple Podcast. And, uh, or you can go to litmitmedia.fireside.fm, and that has all of our links to everything, including our Facebook, our Twitter, which is at Litmit Media, or you can check out our YouTube, which is youtube.com backslash Media. You know that's a lie. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> YouTube Lit Mint Media. Lit Mint Media. Lit Mint Media. Uh, if anyone has any uh, questions for industry, international industry ins- insider Roger Riot for next time, that's litmintmedia at gmail.com. Uh, subject for Trey. Yeah, subject for Trey, but then make sure parentheses uh, for Roger, otherwise we'll get confused. Yeah. Really easily we'll get confused, can't you? I don't know if that system... Pearl. Oh, song of the week this week is a classic. I told myself I was going to start doing song of the week based on whatever we talked about that week, instead of just like, otherwise it's going to end up being like, Katamari song, every other one or some shit. Yeah. And, uh, ooh, let me take this back from the position of the plugs. And when I think about what we talked about this week and uh, theme songs, obviously we already did the Reggie fils Body is Ready song. Um, God, what's the what's the best C play you play? Control? Oh, it's Mad World. How are you not playing Mad World right now? What's Mad World? Oh, the actual song Mad World. Yeah. From what game am I missing? Uh, well, it was a, in the Gears of War trailer, if that counts. No, you're just playing it because it's mad. The world is mad right now. No, it's gotta be a, it's gotta be a video game song. And I knew you talked about for trailers. I'm like, 
Because it's been like three trailers, right? It's so many fucking games. It's been trailers. in so many trailers. It's, pa- it's practically a game trailer. Call of Duty or Halo? No, it was Gears of War. It was, oh, okay. it was definitely the trailer for it. It was, uh, what's that? Who's Mad World done by? Well, there's multiple versions of Yeah, Mad but World there's a, there's and... the Gary Jewels. Oh, okay. It's the Gary Jewels version of Mad World. The super sad one. Oh, man. My guess was, uh, my guess was Tears for Fears, which is probably maybe the 80s cover of, yeah. I, I don't know where Gary Jewels, I don't know. That's not the song of the week this week, right? <laughs> Not, not one from Control. <coughs> there isn't really one I'd pick out from Psychonauts. Do you got one for Sonic Forces? No. In that case, a favorite of Roger Riat's from popular 10 Sonic game, <laughs> Sonic Heroes 2. Uh, Sonic Adventure 2, sir. Sonic. <laughs> I fucked it up, God dear. I restart the whole podcast. <laughs> from this the week on the podcast. <laughs> Industry Insider. Uh... But yeah, enjoyed this um, song from uh, Sonic Heroes 2 and Cartier. If I said make it a great day or not, what would you say? Wash your fucking hands and have a good morning. Adventures too. And now, from Persona 5... Rivers in the Desert.
the last two The bosses of greed and fear yeah. Don't ask why I'm ready, but I'm ready To take them down now The platform new star is constantly drawing nearer